0: Welcome to the Bookworthy Podcast, where we talk about kid lit that's good for your kids, heart and soul. Kid lit ranges from birth to teens, so we have a lot of shelf space to cover. Today we are talking with Jennifer Noel Wilson. She is a mom of three and a woman who has been in children's ministry for over 20 years. Welcome, Jennifer. Hey, (laughs) glad to have you here. Now, Thanksgiving is around the corner, so what is a must-have dish at your Thanksgiving feast? Uh, Every year, it's requested that I make
1: my family's sweet potatoes, and we cover them with brown sugar and marshmallows, and they're almost like (laughs) dessert, but I make them every year for our family get-togethers, and everybody just loves having them.
0: I was about to ask, is it the one with the marshmallows on top? Because that is a staple for sure. Do you guys have any special Thanksgiving traditions at your house?
1: Yeah, so we actually host um, as many family members from either my side or my husband's side that can make it at our house. So we'll have like 20 people or more sometimes. And um, I like to uh, put out some games like charades for the kids and coloring pages and things like that. Um, everybody kind of has the same dish that they bring, you know, which is fun. And, um, I think the most fun thing to do every year is my sister-in-law and I make the mashed potatoes together and it always ends up being just hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> always entertaining to get siblings in the kitchen together. <laughs> Too fun. Well, your debut children's book, The Best Trophy, was released in September. Can you tell us a little bit about your inspiration for this book?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So I've been involved with a ministry called Christ Youth Bible Clubs for almost 10 years now. And it's actually my Bible Club kiddos and three girls in particular that inspired the story. I just love how they find Christian friendships through Bible Clubs. They encourage each other. They pray for each other. And there's even a scene in my book of kids praying together that was because of a special memory from Bible Club of some girls praying for a friend that was sad. Oh,
0: so sweet. I love how your book just definitely is really focused on friendships and how we can support one another. Because what is it in our culture today, friendships seem to be a little bit more of a challenge. There's not so much of us. You, know, you find kids on the block and that those are your friends because you're going to be there. It's definitely you have to work a little bit harder and teach our kids at a younger age to work harder at friendships. So very neat. Um, I guess what is your the main message, if there's one message you want kids to walk away from with this book, what would it be?
1: Yeah, that's the importance of friendship over winning. You know, winning is fun and it's definitely you know reward for hard work. But there's an even bigger reward to friendship when we reach out and help someone. And you know, those trophies sometimes just sit on the shelf collecting dust or end up in the attic. But when we make those, or on pres- my
0: shelf back here. <laughs>
1: yeah but when we reach out to someone with the love of Christ and form those friendships they can last for an eternity
0: that's very true and one of those you are also a a triathlon competitor as well so competition is something that you know a little bit about (laughs) yes Yes. did that inform any of your um, yes how the story came about you know your own competition or watching your kids compete as well
1: Yeah, you know, just watching my kids grow up in different sports, Um, you know, cross country for my son became like a family. It wasn't, I just loved how it wasn't always about winning, but they were, you know, there for each other, encouraging each other, um, helping them, you know, to run harder, faster, just to, you know, be good friends and teammates. And I just loved watching that over the years and just me as a triathlete. I couldn't do triathlon by myself either, you know, obviously God helped me with it, but doing those races with my husband or friends of mine, you know, you know, pushing each other and just supporting each other through those races and running them together was just the best part of all of it. And very, I can be a highly competitive person. so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and my husband, we struggle with playing board games together or strategy games because he's a very good strategist. And, um... I'm very competitive. And so it usually does not go very well, (laughs) but you had mentioned your sons in cross country or had been, and my son just recently started cross country and we had our first meet recently. And it was really neat to see how, whether you were the first person across the finish line or the last, everyone was cheering for you to finish. And you just don't always get that in a lot of different sports, but it was neat to watch everybody cheering each other on.
1: Yes, we definitely have that in our cross country teams as well. And I just love watching that.
0: Yeah, it's about teaching that good sportsmanship that it isn't always about, you know, being first, but it's about running the race well, which is all throughout scripture about running our race well. And it doesn't always, you know, going for a crown of man, but a crown of glory in the Lord. So I'm really excited about what was your favorite part of working on this book?
1: Hmm. I would say my favorite part of working on the book was sharing it with my kiddos. And like my daughter and some friends of ours named Zoe the character together. So that was fun (laughs) to like come up with names and involve my daughter and her friends. and, um, And then just you know, watching the process unfold and what God did each step of the way. It was, you know, that was just amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we forget how many steps and parts and processes that people are involved in publishing. And so it's, I bet it's an amazing process to watch for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, uh, Jennifer Noel, did you always want to be a children's author?
1: You know, I would I would say no at first, because it's never really anything that I thought I would do or that I could do. Um, I did start doing some writing in high school and, you know, thought about it in college. It was just kind of a fleeting thought. You know, I don't think I could ever do that. <laughs> um, but then, you know, the Holy Spirit just really started nudging me a few years ago. And so just started praying about it. You know, it's like, OK, let's see what God's going to do. <laughs>
0: It's pretty neat when we give him the reins and let him take the the lead. Now, what does your family think about your writing?
1: Yeah, they're super supportive. It's been really fun. Um, My husband has always been supportive of me with my calling in children's ministry, and we see my writing is just another part of that. And, you know, he, he's praised for me and he read, he sometimes will read what I have because he's a really funny guy. I'm like, I need you to, you know, help me be funny. (laughs) um, And then my kids, you know, getting to involve them in the process. um, You know, my, my, you know, as writers, we go through lots of editing and rewrites. And my, my son said, you know, can you just show me when it's done? So when I got to finally hand it to him, when it was done, he's like, this is it, this is it. And I'm like, yeah, this is it. He was really (laughs) excited. And then my daughter, you know, when I showed it to her, she just looked at me like she was really proud of me and said, Mom, you're an author now. (laughs) Melted into tears, you know, just seeing how – proud she was and yeah you know, just getting to pray with my family and for them to see what you know god does is i stepped out into faith you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: doing this it's just you know as a mom that's the best part <laughs>
0: <laughs> most definitely now uh what is your favorite book jennifer
1: so i would say my favorite book is the lion the witch in the wardrobe Yay! Yeah. Like, yes Lewis. <laughs> yeah i just I love how he wrote a captivating adventure, you know, that kids can really enjoy. And at the same time, they can see a piece of the gospel. They can see, you Mm -hmm. know, the love of Christ through Aslan. And it's just, I just love that. And I actually read it for the first time when I was pregnant with my firstborn. He was still in the womb and I read it out loud like I was reading it to him. It's just a special memory, you know, then my kids read the series too. And so, yeah.
0: Now that firstborn just headed off to college, didn't he? Yep. How is that going? Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Today is the first day of classes. And I texted him, I said, So how's it going? And he said, Well, I don't have my first class till one o'clock. So he's he's <laughs> in his first class, you know. Like that's great for a Monday, you know, for you have- most <laughs> definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so
1: far so it sounds like it's going well. And he's excited, so yeah.
0: Very fun. Now, uh, what's been the most impactful book in your life, Jennifer?
1: So I was thinking, you know, there's books I've read in high school and college and grad school, you know, even after that, just been so good. But the one that's always stuck with me is when I read Experiencing God um, by Henry Blackaby in college, and I did the Bible study. And my main takeaway was, you know, watch to see where God is working and then join him. And I just feel like that's helped me so much to make those important decisions, you know, coming out of college and um, where am I going to serve and, you know, or what jobs am I going to take, you know, or, um, you know, so just just praying and observing and getting to see, okay, I see God is at work here and I want to be a part of that and see what he can do, you know, through me. So, yeah, I just... Very I...
0: neat. That's, mm-hmm. I went through that book, I think, a few years ago and it definitely was eye-opening and helpful just to see through Moses's journey, kind of how God showed up where, um, and led Moses through that big exodus and all those events. So very neat. Um, what is your favorite children's book other than your own? Yeah. Uh,
1: so that would definitely be, you are special by Max Lucado. Mm -hmm. I love that book. My mom actually bought it for me as an adult. (laughs) Um, I still read children's books even though my kids are teenagers. Um, But yeah, I just love the message, you know, that no matter what the world thinks of us, God sees us as special and values us and cherishes us. Um, You know, in the story, we see the creator making these wood people and they put stars or dot stickers on each other, you know, stars for the talented and the pretty ones and dots Mm -hmm. for the ones that have blemishes and... The main character Punchinello has all these dots and he can't get them off, you know, and how sad that is. But then when he discovers who he is as a child of God and how God created him uniquely and wonderfully, and then those dots just fall off, you know, what a great message for our kids and for me.
0: It was that I think C.S. Lewis says that a children's book that's only good for children isn't a good children's book. And so it's always great to find those books that not only speak to kids, but to those that are reading the books, too. Yes. So that's a special one for sure. Um, What are you reading right now, Jennifer? Jennifer?
1: So I'm currently reading a new book called The Air. It's the first in a series, and it's actually by a local author. Um, I just met her a month ago, which was super fun because I was at a restaurant with a friend having lunch, and I was showing her my book, and this lady taps me on the shoulder and she says, Are you an author? And I said, Yeah, I'm a brand new author. And she said, I'm an author too. And then we found out we were also sisters in Christ. So that was super exciting. And I found out she writes clean YA fiction, which I'm always looking for good young adult fiction for my teens. Mm -hmm. I thought I would start out with her first book and her series. And yeah, I actually just got it in the mail this week. So I'm excited. Uh, Exciting. (laughs)
0: It's fun when you make those little connections, even in your Mm -hmm. own area, to find authors. Because what is it? I found an author that lives like a stone's throw away (laughs) not too long ago. I was like, wait a minute. Yes. (laughs) We go to the same target. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Too fun. Well, what can we expect next from you, Mr.
1: Sure. So, I've got another Reba story coming out in Clubhouse Junior Magazine, which is exciting, and a kid's devotion coming out in Keys for Kids Magazine next year. I have a couple more picture books that I'm hoping, you know, may someday get published. They're also based on scripture. And yeah, so I'm just continuing, you know, step out in faith, one step at a time, see what God's going to do. And yeah,
0: just. you mentioned that uh, the what you have some picture books that are based on scripture. What is the scripture that um, inspired the best trophy?
1: Sure. Yeah, it's Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10, which is the verse that talks about how two people are better than one because they can help each other in everything they do. Mm -hmm. I just love that verse, you know, God created us for community and, and, you know, so that's how we grow closer to him, you know, is through that community a lot of the time.
0: Very true. And it's one of those, um, just people make us better, push us and help us sometimes see the good and the not so good in ourselves. (laughs) So they can see the log in our eye better than we can see. (laughs) <laughs> the log in our own. And so it's neat how community can do that for us. Um, Do you have any tips for any young competitive souls out there that uh, parents can help uh, their kids fight that competitive spirit a little bit?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just you know, watch, watch your teammates and see, you can learn from them. You know, that's something my son learned too, you know, maybe he wasn't the best on the team, but observing and just watching the other kids and learning from them helped make him a better runner, you know, Mm -hmm. even in, in bands, sometimes it helped make him a better drummer, you know, so we, you know, just teaching our kids that they can learn from each other too, not always have to be against each other.
0: Right. Yeah. It's one of those, I have a very competitive son who's into football and I have to remind him that if you lose, that means you're learning. You're not, doesn't take away from your value at all, but it's just allowing you to, huh, I can learn from this experience and do better the next time. And whether win or lose, constantly learning and constantly believing in yourself is, you know, something I wish I had learned at a young age. (laughs)
1: it's good character development right
0: (laughs) most definitely yes well jennifer where can we find out more about you and your books
1: sure yeah on my website jennifernoelwilson.com. um you can learn more about myself read my blog um my book i i love sharing free resources for families each season you know um, I remember being a mom of young kids and always trying, you know, find fun things we could do together as a family or one-on-one, you know, just spending quality time together. So I hope that I can help other parents with
0: that as well. <clears throat> so wonderful. It's been great to have you here, Jennifer. Thank you for sharing some time with us.
1: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: (laughs) Glad to talk with you. And thank you for joining Jennifer and me on this episode of the Bookworthy Podcast. Be sure to check the show notes for any books and links that we discussed and hit the like and subscribe button so you can help us discover more great books together. Happy reading. Yay!